is that? Is that does Sean have coffee or? No, I'm here. Oh, what is it? French toast coffee. It's literally French toast coffee. Why do you take my mic? Is that your shit? Yes, but I'm also. Get your own mic. She has candy, she has French toast, French toast. she has confefe. <laughs> what? Confefe? No. Confefe. What's confefe? Confefe. Is that not a joke? It's got to be Spanish, no? You don't know what confefe is. Confefe? No. Do you? Oh, absolutely. Everybody knows. I can't believe you don't know what confefe is. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's what President Donald Trump tweets at like. Yeah, Midnight. But, uh, <laughs> you, you know? That's what it is. That's that's all it is. It means. Go Everyone around him knows what it is. Wait, no, Corinne. We're all lining up to use the loo. Jesus. <coughs> all right, I'm dying. Don't do that. My mic's a little limp today. It's kind of. Oh. Happens to a lot of guys. Sorry, John. Sure you on. should get some tech support. Thanks, so. <coughs> Just tighten it up there. I'm trying. Yep. Just think positive, John. You know how you usually think about baseball players? Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing Stop thinking about Opposite. baseball. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> 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 uh, it's kind of funny. Good lord. Is that a movie? You know, Dan does a good job of that, by the way. He references movies that, like, his one-liners are, like, they is make you laugh. Yeah, awesome. Yes. I, was at a, I was at a Memorial Day, um, you know, With Dan? barbecue, and a guy at the party was doing the same thing. Just re- Like, he would just say one-liners from movies, and, like, <laughs> five or six guys would be laughing, and all the women are just like, you guys are Why idiots. the fuck are they laughing? Yeah, what is he saying? It but, I mean, you know, everything from, like, you know, Chevy Chase Whatever. to, you know, it was just... What was that? That was like feedback. How yeah. We don't get Free feedback. Need a little WD-40 over yeah, here. We, we, <laughs> that was terrible. Covfefe. 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 Are you going to go anywhere with that? I think it's like a, it sounds like a, like a perfume. Yeah, exactly. Covfefe. <laughs> For men. He was, he was testing out his new uh, presidential perfume brand. Worst perfume ever. You Do smell like Donald Trump? Yeah, it smells like bacon, right? Ooh. I would assume he smells like bacon. KFC, maybe. Yeah, French yeah. and grease. Yeah, greasy. Mm. Overdone French. steaks and ketchup. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's got to be like cheap cologne. Come on. How can it be no, a billionaire steak, and eat shitty food like that all day long? Meat slash ketchup. I would eat at a Michelin star restaurant every day of my life. If you were that rich? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Well, just you're never going everything in. Ketchup. Yeah, that's uh, perhaps some would say that's why you're not rich. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's all that um, <coughs> avocado. Yeah, toast. avocado toast. Yep. Yeah, just killing me. Be a billionaire by now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, <laughs> we should probably kick this in some sort of gear here. In a gear. We are the Worldwide IT guys. I am Steve. I'm Dion. Ross. John. This is Sean. This is Gavin. Uh, and again, I'm Steve, and we do have I- in room. Uh, Elisa. There she is, and oh, Emily. And Emily is here as well. My mic is limp too, John. Yeah. Oh, so going on. We need a little done. rehab on our limp mics. So we, <laughs> uh, yeah, <coughs> we need some Viagra in studio. Um, 
So transformation this oh, week. Man, here we go. Uh, so th- I started my morning. Um, Which morning? This morning. This morning. On the train, getting a quick message from one of our engineers saying, one of our uh, architects, sorry, um, saying, hey, did you ever hear about when Chicago went down? Was there ever like a root cause analysis on that? Because you guys lived through some hell. And I'm just curious, did you get a root cause analysis? What, that was a couple weeks ago, right? And I said, well, uh, no, but, quote, it's coming. And apparently I was wrong because we did get some semblance of a root cause analysis. Uh-huh. Which Just like, uh, yeah, you didn't know, but it had already come. W- which was, um, let's just refer to it as thin. Because I've never seen a convincing root cause analysis from IBM. This was extremely thin. What was it? Did that? What? I got more in the email <laughs> thread during the process than appeared to be in mm-hmm. the root cause analysis. Um, except for the fact that the RCA had um, one of the IBM engineers who we have a fair amount of uh, respect and, and dare I say love for because this guy seems to dig us out of holes constantly. This guy, in his thread inside the RCA, said something like, you know what, it seems like this is something one of these vendor companies should be doing and has anybody asked the vendor company about this there and were, yeah. what about the vendor company because they could probably answer this and <laughs> the vendor could probably look into this constant Six back and forth questions of these. with the response of i suggest you ask the vendor in response in the rca and then the rca comes back with a response of um Something was misconfigured, resulting in a routing loop in the topology, which resulted in the internet and internet-based services getting impacted. That was That's hilarious. That's no, I suggest you ask uh, who's the guy who created uh, Linux, uh, Linus Truffidors. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe he. But yeah. Linus Torvalds. Go ask him. I don't know. Truffidor. Why would it crash like that? But to be fair, the IBM guy is going... Um, Configurations don't just change. Yeah, exactly. Somebody did this. Well, hold on, changed hold on. Did they <laughs> ask the vendor it? why it's changing. <laughs> they get approval to change it. All the questions not answered. One of my one of my favorite errors that you guys have had in the past, and this could be it, that the server has changed state. Changed state. That's right. an IBM. That favorite. could be it. <laughs> changed state. What? It went to Kansas. What happened? Yeah. State changed. It, yeah. I mean, duh. State, state, state totally changed. Period. Close ticket. So um, that so the the reason oh the God, reason our good but, friend actually contacted yes. me asking about this is he wanted to know if we got this RCA because yesterday there was an event sorry Monday Monday, Monday and Tuesday Monday night there was an Memorial event Day in in US Yes there was I a holiday Tuesday and and Tuesday very early in the morning Dion and he can share his side of this and, and our good friend John, who was not not on Pod John, but Today. Been, on been on Pod, pod before, before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long time listener. <laughs> he and Dion were up at three in the morning or whatever to address an issue we had, and it got resolved relatively quickly because we got contacted, we figured out what the issues were, and it was done. And on you know now Wednesday, so that was Tuesday at three a.m. Wednesday, Next they're day. asking. 
Where's the RCA on this? Where wh- did you ever get to the RCA? The or- IBM vendor who works for us is asking us for the RCA. Oh yeah, they always when one of our things goes down, uh, they always yeah. ask. Well, what <laughs> happened? Explain what happened. <clears throat> it's great when you do a uh, in a when we do an RCA and we find that it was actually something on their end, like networks. <laughs> so like, yeah. So anyways, uh, this went down. Because of you. So, yeah, if you could give us an, an RCA on that, and then, then it's total radio silence, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's kind of what happened here, because in his response, um, so something changed, woke somebody up at 3.30 in the morning, it got fixed in less than 35 minutes, it was done, we all went back to bed. Next day, we're being told, hey, what happened? And then in our response, and I love John. He basically said, yeah, here's all the answers. By the way, I'd love to have those exact same fucking answers <laughs> regarding the outage that took place for 48 hours in our office when you closed the three fucking tickets, the problem, the incident, and the RCA it was, without it was saying brilliant. more yeah. than 12 words. So if yeah. you wouldn't mind, please respond in the same fact for this ticket. Yeah. Yeah, Did and, they and, reply? Not yet. No, I, I basically said. I basically said, you'll never hear from this man again. There's, Ever. There's this, I mean, you kind of got to give him. Ever. There's a certain admiration I have for him where they just don't care how. They're like the Trump administration, <laughs> and that they don't give a shit about optics. You, you know what I mean? Like they. Boy, just you know, if that doesn't get action from IBM, nothing will. By the way, we just compared. The, that's the word of the, the fucking. Because any way, other optics. vendor would be like. Oh, you know, that's a good point. We always try to, you know, you know, it's not reasonable for us to expect more from you than us. And then you ignore them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like you would yeah. at least respond with something diplomatic, and, and then. But I love that they don't even do that. No, you know? like, no. <laughs> D- didn't exist. Yeah, absolutely didn't exist. Um, so th- that was like my contribution because I got roped into that conversation this morning. What, was there anything else from a transformative perspective? So oh, I loved There's the story. Hours. There's hours of transformation. Well, when I came in uh, Tuesday morning after the holiday, you were telling me about uh, an employee we have that is probably one of the most laid back people I've ever worked with in IT and, and she had uh, she needs like these machines upgraded so that we can install software on them. There's like 300 machines in the office. So I think yeah. we could by first name, we can say um, Teresa's worked with us forever. Yeah. Extremely um, laid back. I've never, and I've worked with her more than anybody yeah. in this room. I've never You've heard pissed her, her off raise, more than anyone in this room. <laughs> I've pissed her off. I've made her happy. Push I've talked the limit. her through good times and bad. We pillow talk, everything. Um, yes. So I mean, I've been here seventeen years. I've worked with her for like fifteen, and I this woman has never had a tone. No, she's either she's either very laid back as Sean described her, or very optimistic. She's she's always looking. She's at She's a positive the person. Right, yes, yeah, going to be. This positive has got to be. A, yeah, there's a positive spin to yeah. everything, or it will get better. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. And I had snark in a response <laughs> from her this week when an office in our South American region basically requested that machines get upgraded with the latest version of OneDrive. They basically said, hey, they would love to start moving things into the cloud. Could you please? We hear this cloud's going to take off. Could you please <laughs> upgrade the client on the Macs in the in the region, in one office? 
yeah, there may be 300 of them, but could you just upgrade them so they can start using the product that we're already paying for for years? Can we just get that done in the ticket? And the response was either open a special project request or open 300 individual tickets. <laughs> and the woman who has never had any other tone besides optimistic or daily business had, I'm going to open 300 motherfucking tickets. <laughs> like that was like, I am going to do this. I am the mail. I'm the messaging manager of this fucking company. I will script some shit and I will blow up their fucking messaging. We're I will blow up their service. Burn desk. this place. Yeah. I will burn this place <laughs> to the ground to do that. before I don't let them do this. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't as bad as I'm saying it, but, for her to have any snark in her tone was is what just a hilarious like, request. Holy cow! And I basically but that's, said, "But that's uh, now we've had conversations with you know the the poor souls out here who have to deal with this support yeah, in our organization office, who have no support, and, and they come in and they say, what can we do? What can we do?' And it's it's sad to look them in the face and go, open a ticket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, I opened a ticket that had like three different things. I want them to do these three yeah. things. Nope, open three tickets. So in in two trips to the coffee machine today, I was <laughs> approached by one person Manhandled. who said, no, she approached me and she said, listen, I can't even log into my machine. My password doesn't work. I don't know what's going on here. He and I'm like, so listen, so I would reset your password, log out, log in, don't restart, do this, X, Y, Z. 90 seconds later, she's like, that makes total sense. I will do all of that. Thank you for that information. By the way, OneDrive. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's not great, but here's the best thing that you can do. And what I would suggest is for 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 Teams and OneDrive, here's what you should do. And then maybe Creative Cloud can help you with XYZ. And she goes, so 90 seconds later after that, she goes, that's amazing too. Great. That you know, Like, she's super happy with those answers. So in about three minutes, I answered more questions than she would get in three weeks from opening a ticket. Yeah, to I say everything. That was a historical meeting we so, had. So that was historical. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I think I'm going to start like like obliquely offering my services to these. I'm going to be like, listen, I uh, I don't make the money to drink the gin. I would prefer to drink, <laughs> <laughs> but I know some things. In a world okay. where you in yeah. a world where you <laughs> like, need answers, and I I have those answers. Yeah. <laughs> in a world where I don't have the gin I want, <laughs> and you don't have the solution you would have. <laughs> The, all we I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, there's a cabinet over here. Yeah, you can just put a bottle right, right. there. Yeah. yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. you about want it. Your ticket, <laughs> you want your ticket to get where it needs to go? You put a bottle on the shelf. And depending on the quality of the bottle, quality, quality bottle, of the you may service never have to goes change up. Your password again in your life, pal. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there are ways. It's like there are ways, dude. I can get a toe. <laughs> I can get a toe. I can get a password. <laughs> So when any of us goes to the coffee machine or, or leaves this room, we get approached, mostly me. And then the, the second time out was, well, since that recent network outage, which we still have no explanation for, there's still no reason to why it went down. There's and an explanation. What? Configuration changed. Yeah. And they we got to talk to the yeah. vendors. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Something changed and we put it back. Talk to your router vendor. <laughs> I think Dion, you gotta, so, you just gotta shut them down. You no, gotta wear a T-shirt no, that so, says. So a printer used to have I'm two ports. It only yeah. has one port. If you give a, a moose said, a muffin, man, they're gonna keep coming after you. You know what we should do? We should actually talk to the vendor. Give a moose a muffin. It was a children's book. If we you give a mouse a cookie, respond to the RCA you know? with the vendor. Like, hi, uh, Linksys. 
So our IT, outsourced IT, uh, was fooling around with us and it went down for 24 hours. They, they told us we should ask you about that. <laughs> and you know what the response is going to be like, well, it sounds like you have terrible support. So then we updated, like, talk to the vendor. <laughs> Direct quote. We have a terrible yeah. outsourced provider. I like uh, that. Is IBM supporting you? Is that, a, <laughs> is that a thing? Give a moose a muffin? It's a children's book. There's also if you give well, a mouse a cookie. It's a series. It's a give a like mouse a cookie. Yeah. They now have more modern ones where it's like give a mouse an iPad. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, wow. My kids like the iPad one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> too old. I have no idea. No idea. So so um, That's more about all the more in the main the news. Yeah. Um, did we determine? Did uh, was it British Airways that had the issue where oh, yeah, the, they outsourced their support oof. and basically we don't know just if it's had IBM, to, yeah. they just had to shut down airports. They do they have just, some type of partnership with IBM. I'm not sure if it's for that stuff, but I think their web front end stuff is IBM. But they have a, a third party that is responsible for systems that crashed two airports. Mm. Or was it flights? I, I don't know the details. I just hmm. crashed flights. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he means crash two airports. I know, I know. Oh, Ground yeah, him yeah. to a halt. Yeah. yeah. So planes couldn't take off because computer systems were down based on the fact that they outsourced IT who they couldn't get proper response time to fix the systems where they used to have proper response time because <clears> IT <throat> was in-house and can fix the problems. So essentially, thousands of people so couldn't how, get on Oh, planes. they're doing a root cause. They just announced <clears throat> Oh, no, the oh, RCA is, <laughs> IBM is involved. They're starting Only been the four fucking days. Here's the RCA. <laughs> sure, that's just atrocious. They apparently was a it was a power surge in one of their data centers, which sounds suspicious. Oh god, that's bullshit. Because yeah, that's total bullshit, right? I mean, what data center doesn't have? Power management. Yeah, and I mean, like that sounds pretty. Dubious, power surge you know? in a data center. Power surges don't happened. kill anything Ever. in corporate <laughs> yeah. America, Ever. unless it is like a like. What do they call those things that hasn't hit us? A in, brownout like, or like a lightning strike. Well, is the yeah, only well, thing that'll electromagnetic pulse. Center. Yeah, supposedly like we're EMP? due. Yeah, an EMP. <laughs> no, for the sun releases. Them. Sun flare. Like oh, yeah, solar flare. <laughs> yeah, solar flare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're released naturally, like every thousand years or so, and. Like scientists say, like it's amazing it hasn't hit North America since the age of electronics, but it will eventually. And, yeah. and, and you know, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like our biggest problem is that systems are so dependent upon each other mm-hmm. that we've built in such redundancy that everything is reliant on each other that when there was a power issue on the eastern seaboard it took down the eastern seaboard remember when <laughs> oh, that with the, happened oh with that power outage yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah so well, we have a very old electrical grid but yeah 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 but because yeah. they're all sharing and they've they've sure. made this yeah, yeah. sort of network of networks uh-huh. to create this environment and help share and uh-huh. and you know it's all capitalism right i can sell power to you i got yeah, yeah. i got surplus you want it here mm-hmm. you go um that that took us that we're more prone to that than to like a power surge in a data oh, center. Exactly. You know, that's one of those issues where it's like if terrorists actually paid attention, you, you know, and you just drove a car into like you wouldn't even be caught. Like, you, let's you know, not tell the terrorists you know? exactly what to do. <laughs> but it's we like have the electrical grid, grid is so non redundant, you <laughs> yeah. know. And it pretty much, electricity pretty much moves at the speed of light. So if you don't correct it immediately, you're fucked. 
And, uh, yeah. yeah if, if you guys remember, a couple of years ago, there was like there was some really bizarre incident where someone like opened fire <laughs> on uh, some electrical station in California somewhere. Yes. And like uh, everyone got like really scared about it, and yeah. then I think promptly did nothing to <laughs> to alleviate the situation. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> We're that was a tree that fell down. Thank that was uh, I, I grew up in the area where the outage happened. Is Ohio Edison, a power company, hmm. terrible company that. Uh, uh, did my hometown power supply, but basically they cut their tree trimming budget, and uh, a tree fell into the lines and caused that North American blackout. <laughs> you know what you do? You blame it on squirrels. Yeah, like every policy, like insurance policy. That should be policy. a root cause analysis. For, <laughs> yeah. That's what we should do. Squirrels. <laughs> Why did your IDP go down? Squirrels. Yep. <laughs> Squirrels have never. I, I don't know if you've visited. They're Chicago, never covered. Yeah, they got yeah, rid of. John they got rid of RCA. mountain lions like a generation ago. So like, there's no natural predator for squirrels <laughs> in Chicago. So. I think Squirrels that's good. Did it all. Squirrels did it all. <laughs> oh, um, so I, I was reading. Um, an article recently about uh, China and the fact that China has skipped effectively the email culture. So uh, this struck home for me because one of the things I deal with in this company constantly is we are built on email culture. And this group knows this very much way too well. Um, So the only way that we can communicate is through email the only way that any news gets out is through email and th- management is totally confused when their emails are not consumed at the appropriate levels that, that they should be consumed, right? So I know this firsthand. I have a filter for all corporate communications <laughs> that go in our marked as red. 20, 20, <laughs> 20% of our emails are, are of our corporate communications it's a little higher now. Are, are basically red. And John's going to correct me. It's a I little was, higher. Yeah, 30 to 35 now. I, I will maintain that, yes, we've gotten better at packaging our emails. Right. And people yep. are now paying a little closer attention to them. But the fact of the matter is, it's it's woeful. But right. why is this, you know, how long has has the Internet existed? How long has there been a way for us to get out a global message in a way that's a, a bit more efficient than an email and this article struck me because it was about how china you will go to um anybody in china but especially younger people in china and you will ask the question you know give give me your email address so you get these cross-cultural worlds right schools and business meetings and conferences and they'll they'll share here, give me your email address. Give me your email address. Let's let's talk. And and apparently you ask this of somebody from China, and they kind of look at you like, uh, email? Um, and they'll hand you, and th- this article was really good at it, saying they'll hand you, you know, a number. Here's this long number mm-hmm. <coughs> that that's my email address. You can email me there, but I don't really use email. Huh. They skipped over the whole phase of email because yeah. they didn't have infrastructure <coughs> that would support that sure and they went straight to chat yeah yeah they went straight to chat and and what was interesting to me was i was like oh yeah sure the mobile era right it was about messaging between yeah, yeah, yeah. mobile uh-huh. phones no it was the youth captured in internet cafes uh-huh and they 
didn't have like you didn't have an email client and they didn't have a web interface into email they had a chat client and you could there was a very lightweight app that you could download easily and you would have this it was wechat i think it was something before that but wechat is their chat client that sort of spread everywhere and if you want to talk to anybody in china they all have a wechat account mm -hmm. they may or may not have anything else now why is this pertinent why does this matter well i'm looking at it struggling with our email culture, struggling with the fact that we now have multiple tools and Microsoft, and I'll get into the issues that I've got with this, but Microsoft has now introduced this thing called Teams, mm -hmm. and we are a Teams leader effectively um, in that we implemented this and, and are trying to roll it out globally. Um, and then you've got something like Slack, but there's been always been these Western technologies that have tried to supplant email and keep failing. So what's going to make it work? That's why this was fascinating to me. Our culture, it's embedded in our culture. How do we replace email? Everybody's going to go, well, the tool. The tool's going to do it. What do you guys prefer? Do you prefer Slack I, or Teams? I don't... I'm not convinced it will be replaced. Uh, I... Uh I don't know, like, um, I think, like, I love those other tools for, like, a lot of different conversations, but, like, I think we all know, like, like search sucks on all those tools. There's, like, like the archiving and so on, and then if you're a corporation, you have legal aspects, you, you know, litigation hold and so on. Yes. Which we won't even get into here, but, you know. But that was an interesting thing about this article about China. Whenever they think about email, they think about it as, like a legal document. Yes, huh. exactly. It's a very formal way of doing And that's what I like about work. email. Like, I like the <clears> formality <throat> of it. I, I like the searchability of it. I like the persistence of it. Y you know, it it is not good for, hey, how's that project going? Y y you know, like a ping. But for like sort of more document-based uh, or, or like memo-based stuff, I, I really like it. And we, I also... We've seen ahead. your emails before. Yeah, I, well, I like to write, too. Like, I love to write. Like, I've, I was a philosophy major. I've always written. Like, yes. I write at night. You know, Short I, version, long version. So I, I, I see the world through a prism that maybe not everybody else sees it through. But that's what I like about it. I, I still like all those other apps. But I don't... I think this idea that email is inherently flawed and that something else will replace that, to me, that's incorrect. I, I think it does some things better. I think spam ruined it for a lot of people for a long time, and I think we still have that bitter taste in the back of our mouth, forgetting that we almost never deal with spam anymore in email, in my opinion. Um, but spam, spam filtering has gotten It's gotten really good. Much you know? better, yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I Yeah, and there's, there's always going to be – have to be something that is like your public face that like that ties everything together where you can just give someone an email address or something and then that could tie you to you know what other uh, other clients you right have, and this clients. is this is why i mean for china there's like one thing it's yeah. wechat but and I, that is the thing whereas in our number. world yeah email is the ubiquitous thing and it crosses organizational boundaries yeah. and it crosses personal boundaries and it crosses all of it whereas like you're on an iPhone and I'm on an iPhone and so we iMessage with each other and there's a richness to that that's good but then Ross has his Android and it's hard and back yeah. to Dion's thing with his family right we're, we're then it's just phone number it's gonna be phone number 
it's going to be phone number, right? Yep. That's your single identifying number. Which I, I think everyone. is fine, but you're still probably going to have different protocols, which will be like email. And, yeah. But, but, I, but I grew up in the yeah, chat yeah. era, too, because like we were all on, I remember my older brother was on ICQ, which I had to Google term. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I had, had that. Man. I yeah. used that all the Me time. Me too. I and, love uh, that. Yeah. And all the kids were on AOL Instant Messenger. ICQ that was, was like, basically. Like, which was bought either. by AOL, I believe. Oh, was it? Do you know what's so funny is those were all like, a lot of them were IRC channels, totally. which is all Slack is now, yep, yep, you know, yep. um, and it's like considered the hot new thing, and it's like back to the future. But uh, but nobody's replaced email. No, I, I and, and I, I agree. back to what you were saying. <clears throat> I'm fine with it being formal communication. Yeah. The problem we have in our business culture is it is communication that oh, isn't yeah. a phone call. Totally agree. And so you get the one line that's like. Hey, I'm late to the meeting. Yeah. I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah. And then somebody else chiming back with something snarky about being late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody else coming in with some other th- comment. And it's like, this is chat. Yes. Take totally this agree. out of email. Well, and stuff like breaking news that is like kind of like unsolicited. Not not unsolicited, yeah. but like that would be better in Slack. Like to have a yeah. breaking news. A channel. A channel for that. Like yes. we use email poorly as a corporation. We still have <laughs> a, an archaic view of it. Um, but well, I, how much I, does yeah. Emily use email? I used it a lot for school. A lot for school? you to talk to your teacher who or professor who needed to have their stuff sent that way, right? Yes. So I would use it for school. Okay. Friends, socially networking, anything else besides just submitting? I use it for for work stuff like um, submitting applications for right. jobs and okay. that sort of thing. Sure, so like, but not in a daily communication world with no. your friends and or I use siblings, texting. parents, everything. Yeah. You never send an email unless it's work or school related. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna. Second but I mean, that. that's like a second, and right? I, and I think so, so. So you believe it is generational, yeah. but yeah. the but the problem that I have is. Leaders of companies are like me, old. And so companies, well, it takes a long time to eke that out if, also, if it's generational. There's also a sense kind of, of like everything needs to be documented because it's an official work thing as opposed like like a, a, a resume coming in or a communication or a request or a there's some sort of audit trail that needs to happen in the corporation. Whereas in everything yeah. else that we do, there is no audit trail that needs to happen. If right. you're talking to your sometimes it's preferable manager, that there isn't. That's why yeah. some of those clients like, are popular. Right. Yeah. I mean, they the disappear. Comms team that always wants to see how many people opened, how many people clicked, how many people interacted with the message. But that's but that's why I don't that's different. Slack though. and other tools <coughs> maintain history and are searchable. It's a link to a website. Like you it, just click I, the website. I believe right? what, what Sean was talking about with, you know, it being more archival and searchable and all of this stuff. I totally disagree. My problem with email is Sean sends an email to Dion and there's a conversation going on. And then I get roped into it mm-hmm. and I have like I don't have the history and something got dropped somewhere in the middle of it. And this is why Slack or Teams to me makes a hell of a lot more sense because now there's a channel for that communication. And th- that private thing can happen, but if we're talking about a subject or a topic, we can put it in a place where there's history and there's a lot of richness 
and it's searchable, etc. I, I think this is what Google tried to do with Wave, if you remember that. It they is. tried to create it's a new totally, protocol where totally, it was yeah. it was like email, but it had so many other different types of features. And like, and I was thinking about you know part of my problem with email is like organization and what Google or Gmail tries to do is it tries to give you these tabs. It'll auto sort like, hey, you ordered from Grubhub, I'm gonna put this in your updates folder or something. You uh, got a response on a, uh, a coding forum or something, I'm gonna put this in your forums tab. And that richness is, is really lacking for me. And I feel like something has to come along and, and replace the well, problem. Well, that, that screwed up our entire communications for our company because people that was on, like, turned on by default in their email clients, and all of our communications were going into some older folder, folder <laughs> instead of the inbox. Right, right. Well, right. actually, I, I'm kind of, I kind of disagree with Gavin. I love the oh, Gmail okay. thing, and disagree I actually think yes. that's exactly you, you oh, no, no, okay. no. The the Gmail feature, the and I actually think that the, the global communication, right. yeah, the global communication does not belong in my index, and I don't want to see it there. I want to see it in social spam or somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe we just need to preload everybody's uh, Outlook accounts with like pre-set up folders. And then pre-set up like routes or something like that. Can you even do that? I don't know. I like, hate that Gmail tries to things by myself and sometimes filter out the things that I really need mm. as social. And I always miss things on those extra tabs, so I just delete them. And I just prefer to spend more time deciding this what? is spam, this is whatever. So how many of you guys have noticed the Gmail has started with these auto replies. Have you guys? So I, I use my phone a lot, and Gmail now has this thing where it looks at what the person, it, this just started this week. It looks at what they sent you. Like I get all these dates from bookers. And they're like, hey, can you do Saturday, July 16th? And at the bottom of the screen will be Gmail going, and it has these, like, selection options for replying i can do like yes sounds great no can't oh, do wow. it or let me look into it mm -hmm. and wow. it's, it only does it for responses. like one out of every go ahead automatic responses yeah it has these yeah. but but it's huh. it's conditional it's contextual based yeah. on the the message yeah, yeah. and that's <clears throat> pardon me that's like uh you know that that's very very phone centric, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That that was created in that iOS world. At least that's the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Is when you got a text and it kind of gave you a, hey, do you want to just hit this? Yeah, I can't yeah, talk yeah. right now, or I'll call you back, or mm -hmm. whatever it is. I can't wait till it gets really smart, where it's like, uh, hey, can you call me back right away, and the phone knows you're drunk, and it's like, no, auto response for you <laughs> cannot give me oh th God. three hours. You this know? is absolute. We, we've talked about this before. This is John's device, right? <laughs> it's the. I'm gonna call my girlfriend, right. <laughs> and I'm gonna. It's 3 a.m. and I'm gonna. And it just has a breathalyzer going. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Or based on your pattern, like I know it's 9 p.m. You've had three cocktails, like yeah. just based on that type. Or of I know you're the president of the United States. And yeah. It's past 11 p.m. So. <laughs> your phone is locked. <laughs> no more tweeting. <laughs> that we totally need. But I mean, that. you could totally do that. I mean, I already get menus. Like today, uh, we were saying you're drunk. No, no, no! I just Ross, get a menu. I walk into the Ross. bar and I get a menu from Google yeah. saying, "Oh, you're here. Here you go. Oh, this that's is what cool. they have on special. This is what they have here. This is what they have there." I mean, I'm pretty sure that they could just say, "Okay, you've been there for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shutting down. <laughs> you've been <laughs> in a bar for two Your hours. Card is canceled." No, I mean, but I even you know, I have a Discover <clears throat> app on my phone. It knows how much money I spend. I mean, it it could figure One it out. One hour at the restaurant, fine. Two hours at the restaurant, yeah. all right. Three hours, no. 
Yeah, you know. no. Or you can put your phone in. Is it in nag mode? Is it in cool go- girlfriend mode? You know, or <laughs> you're at this bar. You're alone because yeah. I know who your friends are and you I know where lunch, they are. You went to happy hour. <laughs> you're still out at fucking happy hour. It's nine thirty. We're shutting the shit down. Well, Calling you an Uber. <laughs> you're going home. I, oh, I was going to talk about uh, uh, with respect to all of this. Uh, we talked about this about Microsoft. You know, and their tools. They never close anything down. They never shut oh. anything down. I mean, frankly, they, they got shit. What was the, the recent uh, uh, ransomware? Wanna cry? Wanna, Wanna cry. Um, they got shit, and, and it turned out it wasn't as much their fault about XP because XP machines weren't the biggest problem. Yeah. They could have been, but they weren't. It was more Windows 7 machines that are currently supported by Wait, Microsoft. XP has been dead for how long? Two years. But, but there are a ton of them still out there. And and Microsoft was getting crap for closing down support for it and no longer patching it, yeah. right? And, but the WannaCry infected other machines worse than it did XP at the end of the day. Um, regardless, regardless, Microsoft has this history of never wanting to let anything go. Right. And so, you know, SharePoint was SharePoint, and SharePoint was the platform, and it was the thing, and it was the way you collaborated in Microsoft. And what are they doing now? Well, with Office 365, they have other things. They have, they have groups. Well, groups are really just a customization of a SharePoint into a group thing. And now they've introduced Teams, and Teams are really a, a Slack version of what groups were. And you actually get a group, which is a SharePoint site, but you have all of that history that you're carrying with it. And their uh, sort of laissez-faire attitude about their platform, not wanting to say, this is the thing, and everything else doesn't matter, drives me batty. We had an issue recently where, um, just yesterday, (laughs) where we were sharing a document, and there was confusion about where is it, why is it, wait, it's, it's OneDrive, and it's shared via OneDrive, but it's also in this group or this team or somewhere here. And the email links were going around about it and places you could go to visit the document, and people were just lost in the whole thing. This is something that I think has to like clean up. So I have a very in, uh, keen interest in getting us away from the email culture that we're in and I think, and this group will all moan and groan, I think Teams is on the right track. Why? Because it brings your documents into one place, it brings your meetings, your conversations, your phone calls, all of it into one place. I love Teams. And I think it is the right you, concept I love it. for the right time for this company. Can we get us yeah. off of the other things? Can we keep the confusion of what Microsoft has created out of our lives? Those are all the big question marks. But I have a one vote yes for teams. Love it. I think. Gavin doesn't count. Gavin doesn't <laughs> what do you mean I don't count? <laughs> Why don't I count? Because Gavin's like a dude whose dad is paying for the apartment and then bitching about it. You know, okay. Like the cost of teams versus Slack. Is, is our individual team paying for, for it's Slack? It's indefensible. Or? It's included in everything you already do at work. It comes out of your paycheck. You didn't realize wow. that. Wow. Well, I don't... 
Like, I don't. I don't care that we already have. I'm saying, do, does this group actually individually pay for it, or are we part of a bigger package of some two thousand no, people? No, we pay for it. We, we pay, pay for, for Slack, okay. right. and it is the cost of Slack is more than the cost of all the Microsoft suite that you get. You will never get a raise while we're on Slack. That's all you online. need to know. That's <clears throat> not the reason that I won't be getting a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the finger on fucking IBM so and like, horizontality. Like, is Slack a better product? And I feel like I always say this on the podcast, but is Slack yeah. a better product? Yes. Sure. Yes. Is it a 100 times more expensive product? Like, is that just But I think it, I, I think, don't think so. I think it is a better product for the two things that it does. Yeah. But Teams does more than those two things. Oh, I agree. And, and I think once Teams gets its shit together and search is better, yeah. and you can get your emails out of there, you can get your calls out of there, you can get your files out of there, then it even has more value. And, Sean, I'm, I'm really insulted you said I don't count because I was actually going to come around <laughs> and Never say count. that, Never begrudgingly, count. I will accept Teams. Um, I'm actually yeah. part of their – I'm giving them feedback about their interface, and I'm sure that's going to improve. Um, Please, but I really want to know, is price really a yes. really big deal? Is it really a big deal in this? It's it's hard. I think it is. It's hard for us as an organization to go all in on something like that. But for this we, team, for this team, team, do we actually give a shit? Well, we have. We have I'm sure we. <laughs> wow. We this is why I said it as a couch. Yes. We have a ten thousand dollar TV <laughs> sitting right here. How much? <laughs> is, how many Slack licenses? Hey, That's Gavin. a ten thousand dollar large phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gavin, <laughs> thanks for coming in today. There's your trophy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yes, money does matter to okay. this group. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not saying money doesn't matter. I'm just wondering, like, how much in our larger budget is, is this really? And like, I of course. But the the, the, main, the the point I'm trying to argue is we can't afford to roll out Slack company wide. Like, like with we the way the yeah. licensing works. Oh, that that I I totally it. accept that. That's but fair. Teams is pretty much free right. with and, our and, emails. And system. I'll, I'll yeah. go back to the other side of arguing about Microsoft. Invariably, I've got everybody I need now using teams yeah at least registered and on teams and i keep getting people in skype for business pinging me and talking to me in skype for business and it drives me crazy Does it's like it, stop it i what? feel it goes right into teams for me nope. am i wrong you are wrong maybe sometimes i'm in skype for business and i think i'm in teams but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there's like four products on my there are like laptop there products and, and that's which speaks my to your point, point which speaks to your knows. point you totally know, that's my the point. fragmenting that they've done in that you have link you have skype skype for business and they and, look and at I, it as we're being flexible and offering it, but options but it is it, it's a weird dichotomy I, I feel one of the reasons why microsoft owns the corporate space and especially if you go into like the medical industry is they know They'll support us, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so I, I think they're wondering, like, well, do we really want to go in more of a dot com, you know, like agile small business direction? Or are these the people that are our breadwinners? And, right. you know, I, I understand where it comes from, but it is funny. It's like that want to cry thing. I, you know, I, I'm my oldest had some health problems and, and we're at the hospital all the time. And, and I look at their systems and they're. They're always like, oh, Jesus, uh, it's stuck, it, and it's like, you know, it's so old. You yeah. Know, everything is like Windows XP and... Uh, Which doesn't make any sense at all, the health industry. Well, I, For I the think, amount of money that goes into that world, where's it going? I don't think they leverage, again, I, I was actually, I ended up talking to one of, I was with this psychiatrist, and we, we, and, uh, we and he and I hit it off in, in potentially a negative way where he's like, 
you're the only dad that's ever liked me. I usually get I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, just talking for a while, you know. Did he try to undercut their software vendor or what? <laughs> well, I told him. I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know, you always got to stay with this because, like, the vendor won't do it. I'm like, well, dude, well, your IT department is really telling you when they say that is you're one of the biggest hospitals. You're owned by a conglomeration that owns, like, 20% of America's hospitals. Yep. You have enough buying power that you could force this vendor to change. So what what upper management is really saying that you don't realize is they don't want to pay. Right. You, you know, to force the vendor to upgrade. But your buying power is enough that you could force them to upgrade. He's like, I'm going to bring that up at the next meeting. I'm like, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you keep feeding him, man. Yeah, yeah, I will. How'd it go? I should get his home phone number. How'd it go? But, yeah. No, but I think that's part of the medical industry. I, I think it's so it, – it, it is one of the most consolidated industries in the world. You, you know, yeah. it's like all these hospitals are owned by one of three corporations. Yeah. And I think they just don't pressure their vendors. They're yeah. like, well, you know what? All our employees are trained on this. It's already deployed. It's working, and they they haven't had the gotcha yet where they view view it as a risk. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> thankfully, Wanna Cry wasn't that gotcha, but it could have been. It was in the UK, it right? Could it be a blessing in disguise if it was a bad one, where there's now a dollar amount associated not spending with correctly yep. on IT. Yep. You know, I don't know. Like, like sometimes I like, I don't want people to die, of course, but sometimes I'm almost like, you know, I almost wonder, does it need to just level these companies for a few days? Yeah, and the companies, not the patients. And that's yeah, yeah, the problem. Yeah, I would you never want somebody that. to die. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. But, um, you, you know, like, we see this at our own company. Like, there isn't, you don't conceptualize. No, there are people I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but we don't conceptualize the cost I'm right of here. security right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, security is this thing like, well, it may not happen to us. It may not. You know, it's like, oh, you, if you ask your corporation to spend money on security, they look at that like a cost. Yeah. yeah they yeah, don't yeah. look at that as like an investment. Uh, agreed. Um, perhaps... A turn? Yes. I just want to say one more time, I would rather have Slack licenses than that $10,000 TV. That could pay for our entire group. (laughs) That's a separate conversation. For a a couple of weeks. That's a slap in the face. For a couple of weeks. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to be buried in that. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's my tombstone. Oh, Oh, shit. already talked about Dual use. You're going to be buried under it. Not no, in, it. Be my in, in the, in the stand. So in we're going to cremate you because you will Park. not fit. I'll be put inside that. In that. you you got to be I'll cremated. I'll be cremated, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. we'll see. Should I talk to your wife about this? Does she know this we'll plan? See. I'm sure she's on board. I, okay. I'm going to give you guys two hours to get my body down into that. <laughs> and if not, cremate me. <laughs> you know, Neil Wait. deGrasse did a whole thing about uh, not being cremated. So that at least you could be a part of the earth and a part of the perpetual nature of things. So there's a oh, pile man, of carbon. No, plots ever. cost so much, dude. No, no, let worms just and things grow don't, inside don't, of you. Don't, don't yeah, cremate yeah. yourself. Just let worms cremate yourself. Tell you what, Oak Park. That was his whole please thing. don't move my body. I'm going to be uh, the baseball field at Ream Park. <laughs> And I'm going to become part of the earth. He says there's too much energy stored in your body that even over the time of your decomposition, that you will provide more to the earth in your decomposition that you did while you were. I agree with that science. I don't know how you achieve that in America. There was a article. Just lay down in a field. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Lay down in a field. They call it a sky burial. Don't get burned to death. 
There was an article about uh, decomposition pods that they're starting to sell now. Oh, they put they put you they turn you into a tree. They put right? you in a pod with oh, a tree. Cool. Yeah, the tree exactly. thing is great. I love the tree thing, and that's yeah. essentially what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. He yeah. basically says you're so much energy in your body, put it back in the earth. Don't just get because like what's in a what's yeah. in a coffin like lacquer, all that wood and all that shit that can't yeah, be good yeah. for the earth. So the pods. He's, fi- he's pod's actually fine with that too. And right. putting oh, really? natural into natural, that's fine. But like, I figure burning you into ashes, stained chemicals, and just just a like a an ash wood box. Okay, unfinished, just sure. That. Some some dove joints or some dovetail sure. joints. Dovetail joints. Yeah. Simple dovetail Done. joints. Done. No, I, no. I have actually. I have, I have told my wife and everybody I know that they should save my head. Everybody I know. <laughs> he, he says this. He orders around at the, at the bar. And he, they, he they should put it. This. Save my head. Put it on a robot. I'll I'll stay, I'll live forever. I like it. That's oh, you want to live forever? Yeah. I'm going to be on a robot. I'll okay. have an animated body. It'll be my organic head on a robot body. Robo Dion. Yeah, I'll be like Darth Vader. It'll uh, be fine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's my that's my plan. I have actually said that I want to donate my body to science. No, they don't want it. And then nope. And then, well, they can reject it. They might want mine. <laughs> just <laughs> like your just, just like your liver, they will reject 70%. it. <laughs> it could be a better marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's currently flammable. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then I would like for my skull to go somewhere. Like, like, uh, like you know, like they're always like looking for like those skulls for like Horatio when they do Shakespeare. Or oh, okay, like sure, that. sure. You know, like donate your skull to like something. They use know? real skulls. <laughs> I they no try like, like the real old fashioned like artsy performance. Fartsy. Holy arts. shit! Yeah, yeah. You, so you want your skull to go to like performing arts, the rest of your body to go to science. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. What makes this group think that, like, why would anybody want to put your head (laughs) on a robot? And why would anybody want your body for science and your skull for art? It's a good-looking skull in his defense. (laughs) Actually, actually, I mean, medical school will need, like, cadavers to cut and, you know, do things that they need to do. Well, they find too. a lot of yeah. interesting things inside me. You know, like I, uh, <laughs> you know, as people know, I, I fell off a three-story building. So they think when I die, if I live a long life, my three bottom vertebrae will eventually fuse together. Um, You'll look like you uh, Neanderthal to begin with. Yeah. So it'll, I've you'll broken be like... my orbital bone. I've broken like 30 bones. Like there'll be interesting discoveries inside there. You know? <laughs> How does the human you know? body fix this shit? That's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much yeah what you got. Like, what do you die of? You know, yeah. old age, old age, <laughs> old age, city miles, you know, city miles. <laughs> so, so a little that bit of alcoholism. I buy that as a an educational tool is to bring in this body to some yeah. you know early medical student class and say, look at this skeletal structure, and tell me what he died of. Yeah. And they look at you and they go, oh, my God, car accident. This guy oh, fell, my God, this he, guy fell off the roof. He was in a car accident. He fell he, off a roof. He, this guy, yeah. he was thrown he over by a fucking semi-truck. Violent hor- yeah. Horrible. Violent devi- no, no. <laughs> old violent. age. He was Tragic. 86 yeah. and he passed away in his sleep. See, I got I got forty five years of them to fix the like the the robotics of things, and then they just slap my head on it. And there's an analog to digital thing, and I'm good. We're done. Is there a dongle for that? No. Yes, a dongle. dongle. From... <laughs> There'll be a dongle. Apple sells it for thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the Dion dongle. <laughs> There'll be a There'll be some sort of conscious. How do I go from yeah, yeah. brainstem to yeah. USB-C? Apple's totally going to It's gonna be impossible to keep the that. temperature down, though, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, dongle. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. overheating all the time. Your robot <laughs> keeps overheating. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I keep imagining Dion's head on a Roomba. 
<laughs> yeah, you get put on the wrong robot, you know? <laughs> That's perfect. You know what would be perfect if you were You're in charge asshole. of a robot that was in charge of the sewers? Because you always say you eat shit here. Yeah, right. So your afterlife becomes the robot that you're in, and that you're just clean fixing sewers? sewers on a robot. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you guys totally. We don't, don't get know it. if we, you know who knows what might who might buy a corporation might come along. Oh, shit, and yeah. buy your robot. You know who knows what what you'll sign over. Yeah, they outsource for this robot, my fucking yeah. robot body. They to, might like, do shit. IBM. Yeah. will buy you your robot body. IBM Watson, <laughs> who will become the global dictator <laughs> and use this robot army. You'll be part of a little neural network of yeah. uh, you'll be doing sewer it cleaning. Like your robot will be like killing humans. <laughs> And you're like, fucking Watson? I, I saw this coming. Like, you know, <laughs> damn it. Open a chain for this shit, at least. God <laughs> damn it. You're, if I'm going to kill everybody in Winneka, you're going to open up a ticket for every human being I have to kill. 300 fucking tickets, all right? You got it? All right? Anyways, that's a perfect circular uh, back to the beginning of the podcast. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> um, we were going to talk about TV this week. Do really? We talk about TV so much week? TV. I have a couple things. I, There's I watched a few things Twin in our Peaks. TV list we, that aren't did even we TVs. We talked about Twin Peaks. I feel like yeah. we did. We, well, we, we talked about it. Was it, in, but it, was, it was coming. coming. And yeah, yeah. now it's, it's coming. So, yeah, I think us. we talked about it in the office. Yeah. It, um, I saw the first one, and I couldn't have been more excited. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You did mention this. Yeah. So, you were very happy about the first one, yeah. and then, like, the next two or three. Yeah, they were a little bit more disappointing. The last one wasn't as. Uh, the last one. Was a step in the right direction. So we, we will see. Technically, they've only released three. They're calling it four because they're combining episode one and two. Oh, okay. But uh, we did talk about this in the podcast as I talk about yes. it. But I, I'm excited to see episode five. We'll see We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it seemed like it, if anyone's seen the Fire Walk With Me movie, it's, it was a lot more in that vein. Yeah, uh, which is a weaker like movement for Dave. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like a lot less of the uh, kind of like the comedy and the, yeah, the kitschiness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it so far. You've it, liked all of it. I have liked all of it. It's been it's been weird and different, um, and it's been a lot more a lot more David Lynch like kind of let loose and let wild. Um, but I, I think it's been I think it's been really good. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyone else in the Twin Peaks family? No. Uh, so Dion, yeah. we should talk about the young Pope. Yes. Just started it. You saw it? What? What do you think? I mean, you you've been just starting it for Come on. nine months. You said you were like almost caught. I'm he does episodes. not remember last week after. I'm episodes in, but not episodes. all the way through. That means episodes. two. <laughs> He's halfway through Lots episode two. Episodes. All right, never you, mind. You we're not talking so about it. Yeah, like well, it. We're, I, I'm addicted to it. I oh, want to watch it whenever I can. I think okay. it's great. Um, I'm not. It's great. All right, I want to try it. it out. I like yeah. it. I like huh? it. I like it a lot. I think it's good. good. Um, I want to get further into it because I feel like all of you know more and want me to comment on it, so I'll get there. But right now, I'm, I'm, I love that the Pope basically told people like, I don't believe in God, oh. <laughs> and you're like, spoiler alert, yeah, so good. All right, that's early in the. That's not yeah, yeah, a spoiler, yeah. um, but that's that's awesome. So. I, I love that that we have uh, a complication, if you will, in the story. So uh, I'm happy. I, I want to see where it goes. I'll finish it in the next two weeks. I'm watching it every day on the train. Cool. You, we'll catch up in two weeks. Cool, cool. You are the Better Call Saul team. Ross and I. Yeah, you yeah. too. Yeah, nothing too. happened this week. They didn't have an episode this week. Were? Right? No. Hmm. But it's uh, it's getting good. Week. 
Yeah. Yeah, an off week. Okay, so I'm still watching it, giving it a try. I'm I'm increasingly disappointed with the show and losing Even this my season? Patience. Really? It's kind of it's kind of split off into yeah, a couple of different storylines. It, it's a well shot, extraordinarily. It, it's an extraordinarily shot, extraordinarily well acted show that is just boring. Great way to sell it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, no, but that's not necessarily the end of the world. I mean, it's doing two or three things amazingly. You know what I mean? And I, boring's an exaggeration. It's slow. It's slow. It's slow. That that I have it is heard. slow. Yes, yeah, it's slow. and uh, it's starting to evolve into how he becomes Saul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and yeah. how the other characters became Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So it's. I love the pace. I agree yeah. that it is slow, but I, is slow. I, I like the pace. I like. You're the, happy with the pace. I, I love it. It's yeah. slow, but you're good. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I still have not ventured that way. Um, did I tell did, you I, I subscribed to Pod Save America? Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. We big, talked. Big about fan. That. Oh, we did. Okay. Well, I, I encouraged it. Right, so right. you're happy with it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's been it's incredible. Pretty so. good. Um, so. Uh, Two other things on the entertainment front, at least two. Uh, well, first, did anybody has anybody tried Millions, which Leo was all in on? No, no, nobody got there. tried it yet. Okay, I've been obsessing over um, watching all of Twin Peaks again. Personally, I uh, well, Emily and I actually have started watching American Gods, which I mentioned. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys know American Gods? Mm. I heard of the book. It's it, you know, famous, great, so amazing. Neil My Gaiman wife and book. I tried it. It was uh, too violent, and really, we watch so little TV that if if she, if one of us says I can't do it, we're like, you okay, we'll find. You, you know, um, it that first episode. I don't know. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, I've seen. The first yeah. episode starts with like five of the most violent minutes you'll ever see in a pilot. No shit. Know? Yeah, it's pretty violent. It's pretty graphic too. Which is, but my wife is like, I'm not doing this. It is violent and it is graphic yeah. and it it throws you in the deep end quickly. And my uh, wife is not like she doesn't know the book. She doesn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, neither do I. But um, it's a harder leap for her. So like, yeah, fine, we'll find something else. Yeah. Wait, you, yeah. you haven't watched Game of Thrones, right? Or you know what's funny about Game of Thrones though is my wife read the books, so my <laughs> wife had a bigger tolerance. And but my wife eventually gave up on that for the yeah. violence. Too. Oh really? Yeah. But she was able to stomach stomach it a bit more having read the books and liked them. But not knowing anything about American gods and then seeing the violence, she was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Now speaking of violence, I saw John Wick and yep. John Wick Two, the movies. Yes. And a lot of people can't get past Keanu Reeves being anything but Neo in the Matrix, right? Yeah, and I'm sorry. Point Break. Come on, Speed. <laughs> Speed. He's, he's an action hero. He's Johnny Utah. That's right. And right. putting he's more quarterback. Yeah, into may I for one. just one moment? As a sport, it's funny when you watch action movies as a sports fan because you see how fucking ridiculous they. They're are. all ridiculous. He Absolutely. was an Ohio State Rose Bowl winning quarterback, drafted in the first round, but blew out his knee. Working deep undercover, <laughs> <laughs> like they gloss over the fact that Johnny Utah in that show won the fucking Rose Bowl and was drafted <laughs> in the NFL. It's like if Tim Tebow Go became ahead. an FBI agent. But so I, I, I never have any problem with Keanu Reeves as an action hero. Yeah, but some people can't get past what he did in again the Matrix, Point Break, Bill and Ted, yeah. Point Break, yeah, yeah. etc. He's been typecast a few right? times. You know, like they're, they've they've already cast him in a certain mold, right? Yeah. And I watched both of those movies, and he breaks out of those molds for me 
based on the, the type of acting and fighting he does in those movies. Like, I believe what he's doing in those movies. But what he does in those movies is basically headshot every fucking person in the movie. <laughs> to the, Snipe to the to the, to the point where you lose count in the first 35 murders, okay? <laughs> so both movies are essentially, Jesus Christ, I think he just killed 12 people in 12 seconds. Like, you're like, oh, my God. It's like Deadpool. It's like Deadpool <laughs> with the, a character where you're like, oh, I feel sorry for him. Damn, I can't believe he's got to kill all these people. Well, so you know, what's sort of weird about but Keanu like, Reeves. It's really a good, it, it's a good story. The first one's better than the second. The second one yeah. is basically like, let's just get famous people for him to kill. <laughs> like, let's throw Common and a bunch of other famous people in and he'll kill them. So the second one it wasn't as good as the first but I feel like, and they've totally laid it out, there'll be a third one. Yes, probably. The third one is going to be, like, hopefully better than both. But no. we'll see. No, it will not. I it just, I just, I recently, <laughs> no, no I, no, the it way, the way yes. that they set it up, it's going to be, be shit. Just be optimistic. It's going to be shit. And Why do you the, hate Keanu Reeves? I don't hate Keanu Reeves. And, and the thing is, I did not typecast him as anything, but putting Morpheus with him in the second well, one made was, me, made me think. Thing, so, right? so that was fun. No, it was, I, I was fine up until it the point fun. where he shows up. I believe the first John Wick movie stands alone on itself. It breaks the Keanu Reeves mode. If, if you guys watch it, it's good. If not, whatever. The second one is just more killing. And if you like the one, you like the two. It's a little less. Three, <clears throat> I have high expectations for. It's it's uh, it's it's high it's about it's it's more killing <laughs> with a worse worse story as the second best one. Movie speaking ever. Speaking it's gonna of be the best violence, movie ever. I don't know. Yeah, take your wife to this one, Sean. Sounds great. <laughs> no, I I would. Um, no, no wife wants to watch John John Wick. That's my whole point. But uh, it's. It was the first. That didn't seem like your whole point, but the first movie was very good. A lot of people die. The second movie was like, well, we gotta have more people die by like times three. So that's all. Did anybody go see Guardians? No. Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. On the list. I'm supposed to go see it with my kids. I haven't had a chance yet. They want to see it real bad. We uh, we saw that. My family and I saw that. uh, What'd you guys think? Monday and, uh, I heard. Negative things, which yeah. may have helped this because I had lower expectations walking in. Um, but I was happy with it. Yeah. I walked out. I, I don't know if you guys have read any reviews or no. have any perspective on it, but I enjoyed it. I, I've heard it's good, but not as good as the first one. That's what uh, what my friends said. And my take on that is the first one, the reason the first one was so good is expectations were very low. Mm-hmm. And it was surprising. Mm-hmm. It became this wow. That was actually that. That was funny. The the raccoon character was, you know, not horrible, which everybody just assumed. What you're gonna? How are you gonna pull that off? And he became actually pretty good. Um, so I think the expectations were so low for the first one, and it surprised which makes the second one harder for people to now their expectations are high and back to my point when i saw it i was like i heard meh things about it i walked into the theater and i had a great time and i thought it lived up to the first totally lived up to the first that's what's nice about seeing those movies with kids too where i don't have the biggest expectations my kids like pretty much every movie they go to see. They're at that age, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we'll and maybe that's like me. It. Maybe that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I just do. like the experience. <clears throat> yeah. 
And I'm out. I've got, you know, gummy worms. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it did feel weird to say, like, to my friends, though, like, hey, we got to go see Wonder Woman this weekend. Oh, I want to see that. That looks great. It looks great. I think it it's, better and it's getting very like good early DC reviews. Movie that's Great been reviews. Good since Batman. Franchise. I love the fact that they did an all woman showing to open the premiere, and then guys were like, "What the fuck? We want to see this shit." Like, so, will you and your daughter be dressed up as Wonder Woman so. for the premiere? Your, your Just buddies Dion. have said, "Dion, will you be dressed up as Wonder Woman when you go see it?" Uh, I will not be dressed as Wonder Woman, but I do have some DC apparel that I can okay. wear. So, yeah. But are you going to? I'll wear the DC apparel. This is planned. Like, she's going to be Wonder Woman and you're going to be... It's not cosplay. Relax. It's just a fucking <laughs> Relax. <laughs> it's AMC movie theater, all right? They're not going to need a beer and sit down in a recliner and watch a movie. That's well, it's, it's supposed to have been a really, really weak summer with all the movies that have been released. Right? I think they're kind of banking on Wonder Woman and, what, The Mummy or something to kind of... The Mummy? Yeah. yeah. The, the new reboot. Oh, uh, wow. I don't really follow the industry too much, but I had read on The Hollywood Reporter... It's a, been a pretty shitty summer. It's not a big summer blockbuster session, to be honest with you. So if Wonder Woman doesn't do great. Brendan Fraser can't even have one thing. Yeah, right. Tom Cruise <laughs> has to have it all. We're going to erase you from history. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I hope this is the movie for like three seconds where Tom Cruise just murders him. Yeah. Fuck your mummy. My mummy's better. Um, I, I just saw the trailer. We were, uh, we were at the bar, and it looks awful. You watch the trailer. It, I will lunch? admit yeah. it looks awful, but I bet you it's good. Tom Cruise only makes good movies. So at some point, you got your good runs got to end, though, right? Could this? I movie think th- this is it. His movies <laughs> are good, <laughs> fake dude. devil, and he will make money and blockbusters. Forever, the so. the last the uh, what was it uh, when he's the agent? The latest one. Um, Those movies aren't bad. Jack Reacher. Yeah, Jack Reacher. The They're first not bad. one. The first one was good. The second one was. Eh, yeah, the second one was like, eh, but meaning it's still like okay. It wasn't a bad movie. Like he doesn't make like, like I haven't seen Tom Cruise make a like what in the hell did I spend money on kind of movie. <laughs> wasn't that War of the Worlds though? War Worlds that was wasn't good. bad. That was fucking Spielberg. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. My, my complaint, uh, really having read they, all they 24 Jack Reacher books, is that the dude is like six work. fucking four with long blonde hair. He's Ooh. not Tom Cruise. Jack Reacher, the character from... <laughs> I've read every single one of those books, and the guy's supposed to be like a 6'4", former Marine with like Val long Hammer. hair. All Basically people. Dead. Like, yeah. like, yeah, Tom Cruise is supposed to be like, what, like five foot? Like, one. He's supposed to be super short, yeah. you know, but he plays this Val Kilmer has not aged well lately, so... Uh, I love that dude, though. He's kind of crazy. Oh, that he's hilarious. Do you ever follow... Top Gun, Top Gun. I know crazy. we're all over the map here, but do you guys... If you, if you get a chance, follow Val Kilmer on Twitter. No. Hmm. He's hilarious. Never. Yeah, because he only, like, does things. He goes... He starts everything with... This one time, and then he says some story <laughs> from when he was coked up in the eighties. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, subscribe. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> they all start with this one time, <laughs> and he's only been on it for like a year. Oh, he's man. hilarious. That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the eighties, well, this is actually seventies. Uh, the new season of F is for Family is out, and it is amazing. I've so never heard I- of that. So Bill Burr, the stand-up comedian, uh, got a deal with Netflix to make a show, an animated show, that's roughly based on him growing up in the 70s. Okay. And the first season was amazing, and the second season, like, all bets are off. I mean, it's it's even more insane than the first one, and it just came out on Netflix yesterday, so I would cool. recommend watching it. I just added that to my queue. Yeah. Speaking of uh, comedians and, and being on TV... Oh, Jesus. Are you... 
you're going out to LA. What are I'm you doing? I'm going to film for TV on Monday. I'll be on the next season of This Is Not Happening. What cool. What's not happening on that show? I'm going to tell a story about the uh, Cleveland Interstate yes. Highway system. <laughs> I yes. knew it. Yeah. I knew it. That's yeah. an excellent call. I love it. Yeah. I love That's it. I love it. If you haven't seen it, uh, Google or go to YouTube and search for uh, there is actually Sean Flannery. Way down in the results for Sean Flannery no, no, is no. me it's... performing that at Bumbo's yes. Lake House. Yes. Oh, yes. you're kidding. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, what do we what do we keyword that? I found it. I don't know. I mean, luckily, it is not that findable. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is that's... me drunk out of my mind. No remote. Steve, I'm going next. <laughs> Steve then runs up and hits the next slide. Oh, my God. It's amazing. That is not. Wait, is that performed <laughs> in the Lake House? Yes. Yeah. Well, Not, it's the old one. It's before Steve bought the, his current lake house. So this is uh, the old, his yeah, old place. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So what immediately preceded that was the fireman's carry by a certain <laughs> group of people where it was like, I can fireman's carry you out here at this place. I don't care how, how heavy you are. That was a drunk weekend. Yes. yes. So so nobody look for this video that we're describing, but wait for yeah, 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 this yeah. is not happening on Comedy Central. Oh, when yeah. when like is six months, Steve though. Steve Dion's uh, sharing this on well, Instagram? Well, it, it won't air for like <laughs> yeah. Uh, it won't air until winter time. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Because they they're a heavily edited show. Let's find that video, shall we? Which is why it looks so good. Like if anyone got to see my last yeah. performance, yeah, so I, it. Uh, I wasn't super happy with my set. Luckily, they were, which is why they asked me back. But it looks good. Like they just they they film it really really well. Mm. I, I think it's the best shot live stand up show uh, you done. Wow, I do love the the Sean Flannery search on YouTube results in this is not happening. Wait, are we Power just, of Love. Are we saying so, his full name? This, yeah, we. Yeah, fine. he's he's care. totally well known in the world. Yeah, a little uh, <laughs> the IT guys bump Sean. <clears throat> Look forward to that. We're, we're none of us are anonymous <laughs> anymore, Gavin. Just so you know. I Driving prefer to remain anonymous. From Never Been to Paris by Sean Flannery five years ago. This is the link that we should share with people. It's six minutes and fifteen seconds. Sean's like, Wait, this is like just not to look for. I don't mind you sharing my real name, <laughs> but let's not share like. Let's totally get his address out there, clips. Sean. Where do yeah. you live? <clears throat> this is you drunk at a club being obnoxious. Oh my god, I, that's a, you know I have to ask her to take that clip off. It, so before I was on Comedy Central, my number one clip, which still has the most views. Is I was at a show at St. Patrick's Day watching my friend CJ. Yeah. And like somebody canceled, do you want to go on stage? And I'm so drunk. I'm like, of course I'll go on stage. We have been kicked <laughs> out of like two bars. And it is a sloppy, sloppy set. Is this a story where you were supposed to watch CJ and he got lost or something yes. and locked out of the building? <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't, don't. That was an amazing style. story, too. <laughs> so CJ is so drunk, he gets lost. <laughs> I forget why I'm there. <laughs> so, like, do you want to go on stage? I'm like, well, you know, I have to. I'm booked, right? You know, but I'm not booked. CJ's just lost, and I do this set. He gets loose. <laughs> I'm actually, that reminds me. I'm actually going to ask her to take that down right now. No, don't. I actually watched that. I, I laughed my ass off. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm leave it at on. the video that has know. almost 3,000 views that you posted uh, July 6, 2011. I don't know. I don't know. Well, looking forward to your your next one, Sean. Yeah, pretty <laughs> good. I think that would be a good thing. Let's let's not focus on the past. <laughs> the, mess, <laughs> the mess that might be out there. The animation of the car is universal, though. If there won't be do, animation in uh, in uh, uh, this one. But <laughs> thank you. If we don't post anything, we should at least post a picture of the car. 
that you spray painted the Cleveland Indians mascot on. Oh, clearly we need to uh, wind this down. Does anybody? Was there any vendor scum that we we haven't had vendor scum in forever? I've had three we should, weeks of vendor scum, but I. I think we have vendor scum sitting in this room right now. Oh, oh shit! Wow. Gavin. Yeah, I'm gonna call, call out. Shit down. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know what? When I became a contractor, John called me vendor scum constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna pass it on. Thanks, Gavin. You're welcome. <laughs> Say it with love, Ross. <laughs> With love. We're going to uh, put you back in, <laughs> back in the corner. Back in the corner. Back in the corner. Follow us on Instagram if you'd like to see Ross in the corner. <laughs> All right, just kidding. I don't have any better scum. Anyone else? No, I don't really. I, yeah, I was I just going to bring up the catfish story, but we can talk about that later. Oh, we, yeah. So for hockey lovers. I just thought this was a hilarious story uh, because the hockey playoffs going on now, and there's traditions that like certain teams throw – things on the ice like detroit throws an octopus yes and in when they score a goal right uh, no it's, it signifies something but anyways um yeah is the eight legs signify the eight wins you need to win the stanley cup whatever so nashville has a, a tradition where they throw a catfish on the ice <laughs> a big catfish so Makes sense. so nashville is playing against boston now and boston you being a no, uh, the Penguins. Uh, penguins, Pittsburgh. So, uh, so every fish store in Pittsburgh is checking IDs for people that are buying catfish <laughs> at Make stores, it, making sure they're not letting anyone from Nashville. If you're from Pennsylvania, you, you cannot can, buy a catfish. You're Pennsylvania, you're fine. So you're this from Tennessee, no. This kid from Nashville got a, an idea, so he bought this humongous catfish <laughs> in Nashville. He took the spine out of it. He ran it over with his truck a few times. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> to try to make it smaller. Because listen oh. to the story, how he concealed it. Okay. He vacuum sealed it in a bag and then wore compression tights in his pants. Nice. And concealed the catfish <laughs> in his pants. Oh, my God. That's and drove it, <laughs> drove it from Nashville to Pittsburgh. Holy shit. Wait, he didn't have to put it in his pants before he left Nashville. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, but good. Was, yeah, 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 exactly. So he committed. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> he carried a catfish across state lines. Yeah. But anyway. It's got to so be a federal offense. He, uh, he said that, you know, he got really tight compression pants. And this catfish is. 20 pounds, by the way. Yeah, two Holy feet long. Shit. It's it's yeah. huge. Like, so he he's like, yeah, I got some really tight compression pants. And uh, I use Old Spice. To cover the seal of smell. <laughs> Says a lot about Old Spice. Old Spice. <laughs> old Spice. <laughs> that old man smell. So, by the so, way, so by the way, spon- sponsor of the podcast. No, just one. So, so, just so you one, know, I think buy Old so, Spice now. So the, the the fish they threw is is pre-mutilated because he had taken the spine out, uh, run it over in his truck, and and seal wrapped it in a, in a container. He paid 40 bucks for the fish, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So he has some friends with him. So he was way up on the upper level. But he has friends on the lower level taking pictures and sending him pictures like, this is our seat. This is where it's going to go down. Like, <laughs> here is the level you need to get down to with your fish. So he uh, got in between periods, went into a bathroom, unwrapped it, and put it in a T-shirt that they had given at the entry of the game. Uh. And took it back to the the launching spot, and then launched onto the ice when when the penguins were in a rally 
you know, they're up three goals, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they won that game. The pen, pen and, and then, yeah, pe- Predators came back. And actually, after the catfish hit the ice. They were going to win that game, well, too. It's like the Cubs were in delay. Exactly. <laughs> so, the thing was, uh, I'll, I'll land the plane. Um, he, got a, he got kicked out. And then, all of a sudden, uh, Pittsburgh filed, like, multiple charges. Like, they're throwing multiple. the book at him. <laughs> What? Like three different charges, uh, they're hilarious. With the with the, so they're gonna uh, go against him. has a great headline: "Dumb redneck with a bad idea reveals how he sneaked catfish into Stanley Cup <laughs> <the> final." <laughs> what an idea! Yeah, what an idea! <laughs> My headline was that he. Uh, it's a two thousand since a tradition since two thousand three. Yes. So here here's the charges against him: disorderly conduct. Disrupting the meeting and possessing <laughs> instruments of a crime. <laughs> Disrupting a meeting? Yes. Keep in, mi- keep in mind the meeting hockey was a game hockey a game yeah. and the instrument was a catfish. <laughs> wow. So after like Genius. a day of these charges being pressed against him and everyone coming out is like, we'll pay your, your yeah. legal fees. We're going to cover on, you on Pittsburgh. this one. This is awesome. Uh, they they drop charges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. But I just think that's a hilarious story when he was telling it like that. He's like, "Yep, I have really tight pants, and I had a catfish in my pants." <laughs> <laughs> and Old Spice catfish in your pants <laughs> with Old Spice. Old Spice. I, I want to know that disrupting a meeting. Can you use that at work or something? Like, you know, if someone interrupts too much, <laughs> you're like, you know what? Call the cops. Yeah. Yeah, this, this video of the, the ice girl picking up the catfish barehanded and like, wow. She should have just flung it back into the stand. That, that she... wasn't that. No, there's some guy came on to. Do this one. Dion's watching a totally different. He's video. watching all the catfish. <laughs> <laughs> so they've done this since 2012. That's yes. So, anyways, Sorry. I thought it was a funny story. Yeah, they've been throwing catfish on the ice since 2012. It is a tradition. Yeah. Like the octopus. <laughs> thank you for sharing that, John. Good story. And thank you, Old Spice, for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, we have been the Worldwide <laughs> IT guys. We are going to be out for now. We will catch you next week. Uh, obviously, always look for us on www.itguys.com and at Worldwide IT guys on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See you later. later. No better way to conceal the catfish smell from your crotch than so Old Spice. Than Old and Spice. Definitely be commercial. So my grandfather smelled like catfish and Old Spice. Catfish and Old Spice. <laughs> They should, they should make just a catfish old spice. Dirty crash. Catfish flavored old spice. That's disgusting. Yep. Well, it's just salt water. Thank you all. Yep. <laughs>